Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. I'm trying not to swish too much. Oh, look. With the swishy coats. Look, bear with us today. You know how I feel about swishiness. Because it's raining a bit, so we've yeah. got our raincoats on. There's a tiny bit of wind, so it's going to be wild and windy. But we had the loveliest comment very recently. I don't know if you saw it, it was in our... We have patrons of Bakery Bear Productions who they subscribe to our channel and they get lots of access to lots of exclusive content. They get to listen to the radio show early. And one of those patrons put in that she'd stop. Did you see the comment? I did see the comment. It was a lovely it comment. Was very she, lovely. She stopped listening and then she started again and she was just addicted to listening to episodes so of the radio show. She listened show. to two years worth, one after the other after the other. <laughs> Well, said my how goodness! Lovely it was. I'm so thrilled that we didn't get annoying after two years worth <laughs> yeah, of radio I know. shows. You'd think you'd be sick of us, wouldn't you? <laughs> but look, you you will know if you are a long-term listener that this is a show that we do whilst walking. And today, as I mentioned there, well, I, I touched on slightly. It's quite wet and windy, but that's not the reason why today's show is exciting. Today's show is exciting, and I'm looking down at them because my co-presenter has a new pair of shoes. I've got new shoe shoes, as Bryony used to say when she was little. <laughs> new shoe shoes, Mum. Uh, yes, I've got new shoes, everybody. I'm very excited about these shoes because... They're very lovely and brand new and shiny at the moment. They're not going to be by the time I get back. We'll talk a little bit about these en route. I'm sure we will because we'll They're check bouncy. in and see. Very, <laughs> very bouncy. It's always a challenge getting new shoes for Keiko. Yeah. She's quite particular, but yeah. I am too. And hopefully we found the right ones. Oh, I'm having a major hot flush. My glasses have steamed. Oh, we'll get my, out my, in just a second. When I have hot <laughs> flushes these days, my glasses actually steam up. I don't know if any of you out there experience this. I've just been rushing around like mad, cleaning two bathrooms, sorting laundry, and now I'm having a hot flush. <laughs> well, the shoes are, for those of you who are interested, are ASICS GT 2000s. And Ooh. I'm excited about them because they've got very rubbery grips on the bottom, and I do worry sometimes about K slipping over. So that's really cool. But yeah. we'll talk a little bit about those en route. But the reason for today's show is it's English Stately Homes. Yes. English Stately Homes have been a staple, really, of my life from as early as I can remember. You visited many and you love them. Uh -huh. So today we thought we would talk about our experiences with stately homes, talk about some of our favourites, yeah. talk about some of the disappointments perhaps uh -huh. as stately homes uh -huh. have become more established. Yes. And also we'll touch on just a tiny bit of the history because some of you might not even know what a stately home is. Yeah. So without further ado, we'll get out in the wet and windy weather. Try out my shoes. Yes, yes. How are they feeling? Um, they feel very different at the moment. Do you know what it feels like? What? It feels like my heel is lower down than the ball of my foot. Well, that's not... That feels a bit strange. None of that's possible because it's the same drop as your other shoes. Yeah. The only... The only difference is the soles. The insoles. The insoles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would lift your foot up. Yeah. I mean, if you think we need to get the insoles, we could get them. I could always run back and get them if needs be. So just you run back and get them. I can I can swap them out. You can stick these in your pocket. Okay. And now by myself, Dan's just running back to get the other insoles. I feel like such a pain. He's probably going to cut all this anyway. So. Oh. I'm just going to wait on the corner. I'm going to loiter on the corner because it's quite wild. 
and windy this morning. I just look a bit suspect, I think, now, just loitering. Oh, now we've got the bin lorry. What day is it? Oh, it's the... This is very interesting for you, I'm sure. It's the... Um, there we go. Garden waste bin lorry, I think, on a Wednesday. Yes, I can see bits of greenery flying out of it, so that must be right. Cool. Drama all the way. Very dramatic, having to change insoles in the rain. <laughs> but now done, thank goodness, and I had an extra run into the bargain. So, English stately homes is the reason why we're here. Not running around with training shoes. No. Oh no, we should be galloping across like Mr. Darcy. Oh, I wonder yes. if that's when, well, I don't know. Globally, I wonder when the sort of fascination, prime prejudice has got to be vital in that. Do you that. think? Well, Probably you thought, writing in general, I would say. Downton Abbey as well. I think, you know, In that, recent years, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, looking back through, sort of picking up the story from, well, what was my first interaction with an English stately home? It's definitely Fountains Abbey. It's driving that's, up. That's not a stately home. Uh, it was. Right, OK. I wouldn't class that now as a stately home, though. That's, well, what you've got with Downton... <laughs> Downton. What you've got with Fountains Abbey is that drive-in from the Studley Royal side. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Is, that was the entrance right. to an English stately home. It's just not there anymore, is it? No, so many... I mean, that, that's such an interesting so one. So many of... That is true. So many of them were pulled down. It's so... I, I think it's sad. It's very sad. I mean, a, a, a lot of people would disagree, I think. Would they? I think so. A lot of people w would think, you know, why should someone be in there you know I can't afford to be in there oh right okay so you know I, I don't have those feelings well but no I don't I, have those feelings either and it, I, I think it's interesting where we live because what's so fascinating about around here is because this was the birthplace of the railways there was loads of really big, big sort of, houses yes, yeah grand yeah. properties as there's we, a lot of wealth around yes as we now walk into some out and out monsoon weather it's not very nice. No. You should have... Well, you can put your hood up. Oh, I'm okay. Uh, oh, okay. I'll put your hood up, how are you? Well, I'll try. I'll see what happens. My hood's not quite big enough. It doesn't matter if you keep... That's fine. That's right, better okay. than it was, darling. Cool. Well, that's okay. So, yeah, I think, you know... I, I mean, it is funny. You're totally right, Kay, that I bring up fountains because fountains is not a stately home but it has if you go in through that back entrance yeah which we always do actually we always go in via studley royal yes it has everything you see in a stately home yeah. apart from the actual stately home yeah yeah <laughs> and what about that time we had to go when you worked in the bank oh that's right oh this was brilliant so when i worked in the bank i used to look after the high net worth customers so the very sort of wealthy customers and we had one customer that lived within the estate um, 
he was elderly. I, I can't imagine he's still alive, but he was a lovely man and... He needed to sign some papers, didn't he? No, he needed... Um, wasn't it some... It was something to do with travel. I right. don't know if I was taking... Or was it him, money? I think it was currency. Oh, wow. I think I was taking him currency for somewhere. He was travelling. No, that service. And I also had to get his credit card limit increased because he might want to buy some artwork right. whilst he was away. <laughs> oh, no. Like you do. We've all been there. We've all been there, haven't we? So I sorted all that out and took in the currency because we actually used to live not far from Fountains Abbey. Yeah. So I called in on the way home. Well, no, no, I don't think... Was it on the way home? Because I was with you. Maybe it was after work then. It must have been after Maybe work. Maybe it was that early evening or something. And we were like, because we got instructions as to how to get in. We did. And it was a bit like... It's like Fort okay. Knox, yeah. It was real fun. We, I loved it. So we pull up oh. at we pull up at this house and it, it was the stables, wasn't it? It was like the stables, yeah, it was. Converted stables, beautiful. Huge. Huge and beautiful. So yeah, that was that was great. You know, I used to love things like that in the bank. You know, yeah. Just I used to really love dealing with people and helping them with situations, yeah. and it's just really interesting. You know, I really enjoyed getting to know you meet all types people, of people and their you? lives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, some goings on over there. Lots of work going on near the railway line. Some now, men doing it, something. It, it, so my my first interaction was fountains even though it wasn't really but then my first proper interaction was actually castle howard right that was the place where and, but the funny thing is we could never i mean <laughs> this is going to sound funny now but we could never afford to go in the house no no i get that so so what we would do is we would drive there and you know you'd sort of drive past the mm. lovely car park where everyone else was going yeah. in and then we would drive around to the lake Right. Round the back and we would go for a walk around the lake. Yeah. And it was always super lovely. And I mean, you know, just seeing the house and, and all of that was just yeah. marvellous. Yeah. And so, and I was doing that from like five, six years old. We were going for picnics and all sorts. More actually at Castle Howard than we did at Fountains. But right. what was your sort of first interaction with Stately well, Homes? that's really interesting because I did not do any of that when I was young. <laughs> and... I'm trying to think of the first time I went somewhere like that and I was well into adulthood and you, you're saying Castle Howard. I, I went to Castle Howard probably when I was 30. It was just before I met you. Right. And I do remember that and that might have been one of my first times going because it's just not something... So it's you something went that I never there before did Chatsworth? <sighs> do you know, I think I did. Wow. I, I don't recall going to Chatsworth. I'm not even sure I went to Chatsworth until I met you. That's amazing. I, I don't always think thought, I did, honey. I thought that Chatsworth was like a place that you like used to go to lots. And No, no. Wow. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I ever went with my old partner, yeah. yeah. That's um, a whole other show. Who I was with for a long time. No, I don't recall us going. I really don't. Right. Because it, even though we lived in Sheffield, which is a town close to Chatsworth, very, really, very relatively close. speaking, it really is. It's still a bit of a trek to get there because you had to effectively go through Chesterfield. Yes. 
Well, there's two ways you can go. You could go through, through Chesterfield and out the other end, yeah. or you could go through Sheffield and out um, towards Derbyshire that way. Yes. But either way, it was quite a trek. It might be, you know, Castle Howard. Right. But so, certainly I was an adult, you know. I never did, did it younger than that. Would you say that your fond memories of stately homes come from Chatsworth then? Yeah. Or, so did you go into Castle Howard or were you more going No. On? No. Okay. So Chatsworth is the thing. So before we sort of delve into the whole Chatsworth thing, because that is a story in itself really. Yeah. What is an English stately home? Well, in essence, what happened was going back through time and looking at sort of, you know, the Norman conquest onwards, the feudal system sort of operated the country. So basically what happened was in every area there was a lord of the manor and everyone who lived within his manor yeah. paid him tax. Yeah. He then had to pay tax then upwards to the king. Yeah. And so, you know, your judge, jury and executioner quite often at the time was the lord of the manor. Yeah. And the lord of the manor initially lived in a castle because quite often there would be skirmishes, there would be civil yeah. wars, yeah. there would be potentially attacks from... And they needed the fortification. They did, but then sort of late 16th century getting into the 17th century it started to be realized that castles just weren't needed anymore and so castles i mean some castles stayed and effectively became stately that's homes. right yeah but what often happened was medieval banqueting halls yeah in chatsworth's case in particular yeah there was a medieval banqueting hall that was on the site mm -hmm. and that was flattened and chatsworth was built yeah and quite often that was the case in lots of these circumstances and so what the english stately home was it was the place where the lord of the manor lived who effectively was collecting all the taxes employing all the people yeah and all of that but you know what's interesting is when you get into sort of Downton Abbey times, those days had effectively gone because then we had MPs. Yeah. But what happened was, what a lot of people don't know is, what all that happened was the local Lord of the Manor became the local MP. Right. There was no election. <laughs> he just went to Parliament and became the right. local representative. Right. So it really just carried on. And it was only really, you know, through the 18th, well, early 19th century into the 20th that we lost, you know, the sort of what you would think of as the Lord of the Manor. Yeah. So that's what a stately home is. And my goodness, we've had some times at Chatsworth, haven't we? Yeah, we have. You know, we we started going to Chatsworth when Bryony was quite young. It must have been, gosh, 2013, maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, we definitely went in 2014. But I think we'd gone prior to that as well. Yeah. Maybe for, the, maybe for a couple of years prior to that we'd been going. Yeah. Yeah. And we stayed, I think the first time we went was that when we stayed in Bealey. Yeah. My, we, you see, this is an absolute... Do you know what? The radio show is a constant learning curve for me because I honestly thought that we, I was following in sort of historic footsteps of yeah. yours. No. And actually, we, we were breaking new ground. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I never. I feel no, so differently really about all of this now. You know, when, when I had days out with my previous partner, we used to go to the seaside more often than not. Right. 
that sounds really childish, doesn't it? But <laughs> um, to the seaside, have some chips yeah, on the beach. Yeah, yeah. I was old before my time, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, yet, so we stayed in Beely, and I think that might be place. the first time. And we went at Christmas. I oh. don't know how I managed to find this place, right? But I just did this Google search close to Christmas. Yeah. And they must have had a cancellation. I'm, uh, that is in my memory. this cottage is solidly bought, uh, booked. Yeah. Even now, and I'll, I'll tell you the name of it so you can go and look at it. Yeah. But it's in a little village called Beely. Yeah which is within the Chatsworth estate, I think. Opposite a lovely pub. Opposite a really lovely pub. And it's this little cottage. It's just two bedrooms, yeah. one bathroom. The kitchen is minute, <laughs> <laughs> but lovely. I mean, you, you literally couldn't swing a cat. You absolutely could not. No, it's this little galley kitchen, but beautifully appointed. Yes. Nice living room with a wood burner. Yes. And we loved it there. It was lovely. It was, and we went and it was freezing. Do you remember? Yes, I do. It, that particular year, it got down to minus 12. Yes. It was absolutely freezing. Insanity. And we went for, I think, three nights maybe. Yes. And we went to Chatsworth while we were there and it was... Was that the Russian one? I think that might have been the Russian Christmas. Right. And that actually has been my favourite of all yeah. the Christmases that we've gone to at yeah. Chatsworth. Yeah. That one was my favourite. Yeah. But yeah, the, the cottage we stayed in in Beely, it's B-E-E-L-E-Y in Derbyshire. And the, the cottage was called Devonshire Cottage, I'm yes. sure. Yes. It was Devonshire Cottage. If you just Google that, you should find it. Yeah. And it's still available to rent. I actually looked at it very recently yeah. and it looks exactly the same. Amazing. <laughs> exactly the same as when we were there. So yeah, it was lovely and we had such a lovely time there. There was a Christmas tree in the window that had been set up. Yeah. My friend came over, yeah. my old um, work colleague that lives in Sheffield, she came over with her daughter and we just had such a nice time. And that really started a tradition. That started it off, yeah. It started a tradition of us going pretty regularly. We did. And we went every reason, year for quite some years. I think the reason why these places, and it's not just Chatsworth. Chatsworth is a great example, though, because it's been so, or historically, it was so well preserved. Yeah. You felt like you were driving into another world. You really do. Yeah, you really did. I a mean, bit like going back in time, yeah, maybe 150 yeah. years. Yeah. And it, it actually, I enjoyed more the landscapes, the walking, the shops, more than actually going around the house. Yes, I mean, we've been around Chatsworth House, gosh, several times, yeah. so we know it really well. Yeah. And. I think the last time we went, we didn't go around the house. Well, for two reasons. One, there was a lot of work going on yeah. the last two times we went. Um, but also, for me, you know, if, you've, if it's not Christmas, if it's just a normal time of year, yeah. then, you know, you've seen it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Not a lot changed. They had different exhibitions going through the years, and that's one of the points yeah. really that kind of put us off I've got to say yeah. because when the Duchess of Devonshire, Deborah when she died I can't remember what year it was her son took over and he's the current Duke yeah. and he, he seemed to make a lot of changes and yeah. a lot of the kind of exhibitions and displays 
that relate to artwork, they kind of went super modern. Yeah. And I didn't have a it's clue what it was about. You know, Do art you? is very subjective, I'll say that, and everybody yeah. is very different. Yeah. But for us personally, the displays that they had, it just seemed very jarring and... I think the issue a lot of the time was that modern art in that setting was, not to use a word which I always try and stay away from, the juxtaposition <laughs> <laughs> between the modern and the, the, the sort of traditional, yeah. beautiful old, yeah, yeah. it just made the modern look a bit rubbish. Yeah, Whereas if just, you'd seen the modern in the gallery, absolutely. you'd have probably thought, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. and. I know that a lot of people will disagree with us and that's fine, isn't it, you know? The thing is that we're not saying that modern art is rubbish. No! We're saying that displayed in Shatsworth... It just didn't seem right to me. It, it, it would be like you're mixing two things which don't go together. Yeah, you know, for example, a piece of modern artwork that's sort of got, like, illuminated strip lights around it or something in different colours. Yeah. You know, it's those kinds of things. I just didn't get it. And It would be the equivalent of having a piece of Yorkshire curd tart with yeah. Christmas chutney on it. Yes. We were talking, just, it we just were, felt wrong. We were talking about that yesterday, weren't we? But also, everything just got really expensive. Oh. Like, really expensive. Yeah. And I think I looked recently again, actually, to see how much it would cost you as a family to go yeah. and to do everything. Yeah. You know, there's a lot there, admittedly. Yeah. There's the gardens, there's the house, there's a farmyard type thing, there's a big adventure playground. Yeah. There's obviously all of the park to walk around. Yeah. And I think it was sort of around about 100 pounds, something yeah. like that. It's a lot of money. And that's just to get in, and then the car park, you have to pay for your car parking. Yeah. And it used to be two pounds, then it went up to three pounds, and it might even be four or five now. Gosh. And then obviously you need to buy yourself some food when you're there, yeah. and ice cream even. Yeah. Even if you take a picnic, yeah. you're still going to buy drinks, you're going to buy an ice cream for your kids or whatever. Yeah. And then you're going to go in the gift shop maybe and buy something. You know, by the time you've done, a day out could have cost you I don't know, 150, 200 pounds maybe. Do you know what and though? I just think that's crazy. I agree with you completely. And you know, there's a reason why we've not been for so long, but there's something which always draws me back. I do know what you mean. And I, you know, the reason I looked recently is because I was sort of feeling that pull and feeling, you know, should we go back? It's been some years. The funny thing is, right, I could go back there and I would have, because I think the one thing about around there, if you've never done it before, I would say definitely do it. Yes. Because if you're coming at it cold, you, I think, would probably get the same sort of hit and enjoyment that we got the first times yes, we and went. you won't have experienced it when we previously had experienced it. No. So you've kind of got no comparison thing going yeah. on. Yeah. And I think that the thing which is so special about the place is what I mentioned before, and that is it really does feel like you're in a different world. It does. And the prospect of going there and just walking through the landscape yeah. and maybe pop into the it's, farm shop. It's beautiful. And not even going to the house. No. I could have, I think I could have the most amazing week yeah. there. Yeah. Staying in a house, 
eating food from the farm shop. Going the farm for walks, shop is epic. Going for runs, we must talk about that now. Yes. Going for walks, going for runs, and just reading and you yes. know, seeing Yes, I agree, and this is why I think I've been feeling that pull. Yes. Because there are so many positives. And yeah, the far, we've mentioned the farm shop. Yeah. It's got the most brilliant farm shop. The, pro the produce is just fantastic. Well, when you said it's got the most brilliant, I thought the next word was going to be something else. <laughs> what was it? Well, what is it? What is from there the best of everything that it produces? It's the bacon cake. Oh, I was going to say, do you mean the bacon? Yes. This bacon, I'm not kidding you, right? It is the most amazing bacon it's ever. Insane. They smoke it themselves. It's, it's really heavily smoked. Yes. The colour of it, it's almost treacly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's absolute heaven, this it's, bacon. It's just... And we uh, used to bring back a massive amount and freeze it. As much as we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, the, the farm shop experience just on its own is like... Yeah, special. and we, we treated the farm shop like a supermarket when yes. we were there because yes. you could do that. You can get fruit and veg, they had amazing bread. Great pies. Uh, they're delicate, yeah, pies. Oh, I can't eat them anymore, but no. oh my gosh, the most amazing pies. Um, meats and cheeses. Cheese, insane collection of cheese. Yeah, just fantastic. Yes, and so what, what it... What it creates is, it creates an environment which, no matter how you choose to go at it, the only type of person who wouldn't enjoy being around there is someone who's looking for nightlife, oh, loud yeah. music, discos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's none of those. If you're thankfully. looking for sedate English, you know, loveliness. And you don't mind spending a bit of money. Yeah, that, I mean, that is... That is, is you know, you've thing. got to expect that you're going to spend a bit of money. question and, and is it the fact that it feels like a different world what is the draw to what to stately homes in general yes because yeah. that feeling that you get when you arrive at Chatsworth yeah. is the same as when you're pulling up at Castle Howard yeah and I, I, I'd be willing to I mean other stately homes that we've been Newby to Newby Hall was really you know we've been to Newby Hall Gardens are Newby absolutely Hall, lovely yeah and Newby Hall is near Ripon yes. in North Yorkshire and um, that is still lived in by the family because yes. this is the other thing sometimes the family still lives there like yeah. in a bit of it or maybe all of it and they open it at certain times of year but quite often it's completely like um, English Heritage or National Trust and it's been handed over to them I tell you another one with a really I mean it, y you've got to dig a little bit deeper just because of all the Harry Potter stuff but Annick Castle yeah I mean, that... Annick, Annick Castle's lovely. Do you know what? I love the inside of there. It's beautiful. You will have seen the inside of Annick by watching Downton Abbey. Yes. Because it's where Bertie lived. Yes. And that's fantastic. It that's has... another brilliant day out. I think w what is so different about Annick to Chatsworth is Chatsworth is way too bling. It's very blingy. It's, Chatsworth is... For me, it's, it is the most blingy of all of the stately homes that I think I've ever been to. Yeah. I mean, literally, the window frames <laughs> are gold leaf. Yes. You know, it's, it is that sparkly and shiny. I mean, a, another one that has got that lovely 
inside feeling and also in the estate as well is Raby Castle. Yeah, Raby Castle is fantastic it's and that's a lesser known, yeah. much lesser known stately home and that's close to us here. It's very close. Yeah, we've been a few times. Again, the grounds, it's funny isn't it? The grounds it? are lovely. The grounds of these places that's the moment where you yeah. get sucked away from the world and, which we all live in. You know, we've spoken about how costly these places are, but you can go and it not cost you anything effectively yeah. because yeah. you don't have to go in the houses and park off site, okay, you could through. you could park off site or all right, you might pay two, three, four pounds to park, but then you take a picnic. Yeah. You can walk around the grounds, you can have a lovely walk, you can sit down, you can have a picnic. You know, none of that costs anything, and you're I just taking actually, in all the beautiful the surroundings. The best one for walking at is definitely Chatsworth. Because oh, you, you can walk for miles. You can walk <laughs> for miles, and the things that you can see, yeah. that tower thingy. Oh, the tower, yeah. I mean, the thing with Chatsworth as well we've not mentioned is a lot of their properties you can rent. Yeah. And we have rented several now. Yeah. Um, again, they're extremely expensive, so you've got to be ready for that. Yeah. Um, and it's very much a treat situation. The but thing is though, Kay, right? We go at holidays in a different way to a lot of people because a lot of people will happily spend thousands of pounds on an all-inclusive yeah. or yeah. cruise yeah. or whatever. And it's, it's not that money. No, 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 no. It's expensive know. for us. It's, yeah, it's expensive. It may not be for you. <laughs> it's, in, it's expensive in terms of not spending anything. Do you know what I yeah. mean? But if you compare it, like Dan said, to a cruise or a trip to Florida, yeah. you know, to Disney and things like that. It's way cheaper. It's way cheaper, yeah. yeah. Would you agree that all these places have a similar feel when you get on the grounds? Yes and no. Right. I think it depends on the situation as to who's living there and yeah, how it's managed. Actually, yeah, you, you're right. What, what... For example, the other one that's near Chatsworth, Oh, what's oh, it called? That's our favourite. That's our favourite. Haddon Hall. Yes. Haddon that's absolutely... Hall. Yeah, Haddon Hall is close to Chatsworth. Be still, my beating heart. It's used all the time in films. We've been several times. The people still live there. Yeah. It's way smaller than Chatsworth. Yes. Um, and has a very different feel. It's a different sort of house. It feels kind of medieval when it's, you walk in it. That's because it is. Yeah. It's way older. Whereas you walk into Chatsworth, it do certainly doesn't feel medieval. No. It feels more kind of uh, well, 16th, again, 17th, 18th century, that kind well, of again, feel. Well, you're, again, you're, you're saying all the right things because that's because it is. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a medieval Chatsworth, but there they, they flanned it and built something that's new. That's right, yeah. But Haddon Hall is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And the grounds, again, are lovely. Much smaller, Yeah, that's the lovely. thing, isn't it? I think that what, what I love about Chatsworth is you can stand, once you're in the grounds, you can stand pretty much anywhere and literally, as far as the eye can see, it's like the view has been manicured. Yes. So it looks it's perfect to you. It's incredibly manicured, yes. Chatsworth. And part of me loves that. Yeah. But then on the other side, I do like to see something that's a little bit more natural, maybe. And Haddon Hall definitely fits that bill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Haddon Hall, it, it's much more rustic, I think. Yeah, yeah. But the, the ones which I think are rubbish, 
It's the ones which are like owned by English Heritage or National Trust. Yeah. They're the ones which for me don't have the feel at all. No, it's just like a shop kind of thing, you know. I think because people don't live there anymore, yeah. it's a place of work, isn't it? It's yeah. like a museum. It is effectively a museum, isn't it, if people don't live there? I think that people as well give a house spirit. Yes. And if you lose that spirit, then it just becomes like it, you said. It feels like a home. If you know people live there, regardless of the size of it, yeah. it does still feel like a home. And there's still a chance you might see, like the Duke wandering around, for example. Yeah. Or the Lord, or whoever it is. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's funny that you... I can't remember the name of it, but... I can't even remember the name. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's once I got over 45, it, it's all gone wrong. <laughs> but it, it was one of those... Where, again, we only spoke about it just the other day when I went for that run. Oh, uh, yeah. And it, it is, a, again, it's an old stately home. Yeah. You get that feeling when you arrive in the village where the stately home is. Yeah. That you get in all these places. It feels very much like another world. I go for a run. No, no, I was filming a walk. You were filming? I was filming a walk. It was for, I think it was the final episode. Walk in the Dales, was it? I can't remember if it was the final episode of Walk in the Dales or Walk in the Moors. I think, I think it might have been the second series. Right. So it's the second season. And on my walk back towards the house, the Lady of the Manor came running yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. I hope you enjoy your walk, she said. <laughs> and you knew it was her because we'd look, we'd, you'd researched it beforehand, <laughs> so you recognised her. Yes. Yeah. I must admit, my heart was pounding as she was running towards yeah, me. Yeah, thinking, oh, what's she going to say? Yeah. But she was lovely, wasn't she? Yeah, really lovely. But, you know, I've got such fond memories of running around Chatsworth. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Because I went up to the lake thingy. Yes, there's a high lake that feeds the the fountain. Yes. Yeah. So the Emperor Lake, I think it's called. I absolutely adore English stately homes. Oh, me too. And I I'd think much rather go to a stately home for a day out than go to the beach. The beach. <laughs> oh gosh, any day of the week, yeah. I think that it gives us a, a sort of connection to the past, yeah. which. I think it's a, it's a bit more tangible. It's the country's history, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it's a more tangible link than a castle, for example. Yeah. Castles can be... I mean, of, of course, the the grey area is always places like Raby Castle or Annick Castle. Or Castle Howard. Where they... Yeah, where they have... Now, the funny thing about Castle Howard is... They're not that, actually castles. It was never a castle. No, no. Raby Castle was. Yeah, that's and, true. And Annick Castle was. Yeah, yeah. But in Castle Howard, he just gave it that name because he yeah. liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was never actually a castle, Castle Howard, yeah. We watched recently Brighthead Revisited, didn't oh, we? Oh, we film, did. Which... The new the film, yes. the newish film, yeah. With uh, Matthew Good and... It's really good. It is, it is really good. Really good. Listen <laughs> to you. Enterprise. Don't electric cars sound space age? I still think they sound space age. I know they're incredibly common now. Yes. But they still sound space age to me. Well, they do sound space age, and some of them, on the really posh ones, you can select an engine noise. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> that's so silly. So you can like choose, oh, I want to sound like this, or I want to right. sound like that. Oh, it is completely so silly. Daft. I think it's safe to say that we are definitely a 
supporter of English stately homes. And I yeah. would actually, do you know what? When you look at the way that politics has gone, I'd bring back the feudal system. Because <laughs> if you think about it, if your local lord mm. is responsible for it all, mm. at mm. least you know where to go yeah. to get some answers. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't know who to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, of course, I, I say it in jest because the feudal system was absolutely brutal, but I, I, I can sort of strangely see some benefits. People in knew the, where they were. Sort of totally, Knew it's like stood. that famous sketch. The, I looked down on him. It's John Cleese and Ronnie Barker and yeah. Ronnie Corbett, yeah. wasn't it? And you know, I think sometimes it is good to know your place. Yeah, yeah. Now we're nearing the end of our walk, and I feel slightly nervous. Okay, why? How are the shoes? No, the shoes are good. Oh. The shoes are really good. Oh. They're very comfortable. I've not had any problems, and in fact, my hip pain has been the least it's been. I, I, I strained some muscles around my hip dancing on my daughter's birth, on our daughter's birthday, my daughter, on <laughs> our daughter's birthday about 10 days ago. I was dancing around the living room to Happy Birthday from Stevie Wonder like a maniac and strained all the muscles on one side of my leg. Um, but it's really much better. So, yeah, shoes are good. Well, as Kate seems to be liking the shoes, basically, all I did was, when Kate first started walking, you started off in some Adidas shoes. I did, yeah. And then they changed. And these are all running shoes that I yes. walk in. They changed them. And they so did. we had to shift onto yeah. something else. And at the time, I was really loving uh, Salomon shoes myself, and yeah. so, I, I looked at the Salomon shoes and I researched the right heel drop for walking. Yeah. And what most websites will tell you is you, you're looking at eight millimeter heel drop. So that's the drop between your heel and your toe. Yeah. So I looked on Salomon and I looked for the best quality eight millimeter heel drop shoes. And you've worn those for ages. They were the, yeah, the yeah. Salomon Quite Sonic. Quite a few years. Sonic, Sonic Balance. Yeah. And then they just stopped making them. Yeah. So it's been we, a nightmare. We stupidly just thought, oh well, we'll just get any old pair of Salomons. That was awful. Well, yeah. And so we were like, what are we gonna do? And Kay just said, Well, last time you just chose me some. Yeah. And so I thought, right, okay, I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna research. I'm gonna look for the most similar to those Salomon ones. And these hit on every level. They're really comfortable. Well, no that's... rubbing at all. <sighs> not a, not an iota of rubbing. <sighs> well, the, so, re the reason I mean, why they feel good. the reason why I was I mean, <laughs> you you tend to recommend what you know, don't you? Yeah. And I moved on to Asics shoes a year or so ago, and it, for, for me, the difference between the reason why I moved from Salomon to Asics was Salomon were never as comfortable as the Asics. No, I would been. say these are more comfortable than the Salomon. Well, that's brilliant. At the moment, they, it, you know, they they feel sort of cosy. Brilliant. <laughs> well, that, that's a result. Yeah. So success on all fronts. So now we're going to go home and order five pairs because you, you feel <laughs> these that ones might be discontinued. Well, I'll give it another couple of days, me walking, and okay. then okay. I'll tell you. But at the moment, they feel good. 
Well, I can tell you they won't be discontinued because they're one of their most popular oh, right. uh, okay. trainers. But what they will do is every year they will tweak them yeah. and fine-tune them and make them well, better. These ones are black as well, which is brilliant. I like a black shoe, but also you showed me some yesterday that were like a sort of lavender colour. Yes. Oh, they were lovely. <laughs> oh, we're home. I'm so wet that I can't even tell you. But, you know, raincoat's very good. I'm going to give myself a shake like a dog. <laughs> There's a lot of wet on that coat. You see, look at the I difference. Know. High quality droplets. Well, I'm wearing sodden. a barber raincoat, which is brilliant. And I'm wearing a super dry winter Super dry, which is not brilliant. It's not brilliant. It's definitely kept me warm, but it's sort of soaked in rather than sat on the outside. I'll take my shoes off and then what a show stand there, on the mat because I'm going to drip. What a show though, folks. I hope you've enjoyed that. We love an English stately home. If you've not experienced one, we would highly recommend it. Well, and I'm cosy on the doormat now. Hello. <laughs> and if you're looking for a new pair of shoes, yeah, very Asics good. GT 2000s, and you're wearing. It sounds like an old Ford Escort, yeah, isn't yeah. it? GT 2000. GT 2000 Mark 11. Really? Yeah. But there was a Ford Escort Mark 2. That's, wasn't that's there? the reason why GT I said GT something Mark 2s. Yeah. Anybody remember those? <laughs> Ford Escorts or Ford Fiestas back in the day. Oh, lovely. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of another radio show, and we're looking forward to seeing you next time, because yes. next time we're going to be talking about our guilty pleasure. Oh my goodness, what's that? Hallmark. Oh, Hallmark. We'll see you in two weeks for a brand new <laughs> radio soon. show. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions, and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash